Wait, wait. That's how you beat your 30 years, no. huh? Piece of shit. Let me explain. I'll kill you, you motherfucker. I'll push you with a fucking river on you. What the fuck is going on, Carlito? No, no. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking second. Now wait a You a fucking chiva, man? No, I see. Let me. You fucking rabbit. Let me. Let me. Fucking kill him, man. Let me. Oh, fuck, Carlito, man. Oh, let him fucking kill me. Fuck you. Kill me, motherfucker. Look what I got. Look what I got. I mean, look at me. You got everything, man. I mean, come on. Look what I got to fucking go around with. Fucking diapers, man. I got fucking diapers. I shit my pants every day. I can't walk. I can't hump. You know? Go ahead and kill me, you cocksucker. Welcome, everybody, to Jeff versus the World presents Hood Classics. Uh, this week's episode will be Carlito's Wave. And as always, I got my man Shahid here. What's going on, good sir? Checkout time. Ain't nobody seeing me today. Sorry, boys. That's just how I go out. Thought we was going to do a different movie. Fans wouldn't let me. Streets wouldn't let me come out. So we out here doing this brown face again. <laughs> oh, Gail. Just looking at me. I was going to promise you the world. Don't operate me. Don't take me to the fucking hospital. They ain't gonna be nothing but a Chinese intern with a dull spoon. They don't see nobody. <laughs> First and foremost, before we get into the movie, uh, I want to thank everybody who has requested uh, movies for us to do. Uh, about 17 emails came in from last Tuesday. I guess people either really was listening to episodes or really got into the Best Man episode because it's slowly becoming the most listened to episode. Uh, I'm just gonna knock them down. Uh, we have five requests for Baby Boy, uh, three for Boys in the Hood, three for Higher Learning, two for Hustle and Flow, one for Boomerang, one for New Jersey Drive, one for Into Deep, and one for Sunset Park. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, people are I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard of all of them, and one thing a lot of them have in common is awesome soundtracks. Um, yeah, it's kind of like because they don't talk about these movies, they talk about the movies everybody talk about. So it's like we giving love to the hood, and more for like you know, it's like oh, you talking about the best man? Nobody was probably expecting that. When the last time somebody did a podcast on the best man? Yeah, um, if you heard what people would ever. Yeah, that with people like that respect because we're not doing it like a lot of podcasts to do movies. They do it like to make fun of movies. Like, ha ha, let's talk about this movie that's bad. Let's make fun of it. No, we do stuff with even when we make we crack jokes. We pick movies we actually enjoy or we can talk about. We do it with love because we know y'all want to hear like stuff y'all you know. I wouldn't want to listen to a podcast and it's about a movie I like and they're just trashing it. Like, well, I'm gonna spend an hour of my time listening to that shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm definitely all these movies on the left. I had list. I have no problem with uh, reviewing. Uh, I just never seen New Jersey Drive. I've always heard about it, but I just never seen it. So I guess that'd be something I watch for the first time with fresh eyes. Yes, but so, that's 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 so why, yeah. So why ask people why they picked this movie? Um, was this this was this a fan vote right this was a fan one yeah this was, this was a fan vote yeah, but why did why but why was this whose movie did this movie take this place of oh scarface right yes 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 because 
Yeah. We I listen, anybody who wants to hear a Scarface review, it's it'll come. But I just felt that Scarface has been done so much it comes out <laughs> oh it just came out on 4k you just told me last week so it's like yeah we get it you know everybody's seen scarface but i haven't seen a lot of people talk about carlito's way movie and this is personally one of my favorite um al pacino movies even though for some reason he's supposed to be a puerto rican but that's neither here nor there uh <laughs> the movie was released in 1993 the budget was 30 million uh the box office ended up being 63.8 million dollars uh and this basis this is based off a book uh carlito's way and after hours by edwin edwin torres this movie is starring al pacino and sean penn uh <laughs> anything you want to say before we actually talk about the actual movie this is a movie a lot of people talk like I don't remember it when it came out in the movie theater, but I know like a lot of people that's like this movie. It's one of those like cult classic movies that like it's kind of like talked about, but not really, if that makes sense. Because it's like we talk about Scarface, we talk about Heat, we talk about Casino, and sometimes we talk about Donnie Brasco. Carlito's Way kind of like slides in, like, you know, people know about it, people have seen it, but don't, it's not a lot of talk about it. If that makes sense. Yeah, because I didn't watch this in 1993. Um, I think it was the sample I heard on the Jay-Z record. I said, what the fuck is that Mm -hmm. supposed to be? And somebody had told me. They were like, oh, that's Carlito's way. And I was like, what is it? They said, oh, you've never seen it. And they they actually put me on. So I actually got the, uh, they loaned me the movie, I think. Let me borrow it. And I watched it. I just fell in love with it. I was like, oh, this is really good. How did I miss this? So... And I get it, I was younger, so I really won't like paying attention to just to, you know this, but it's a really good movie. That's how I got put on to it. Uh, a Jay Z sample. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people put on by by Jay Z sample. Kind of like I know for me, Usual Suspects. First time I heard about that was in a Ghostface sample in Iron Man. It's more, there's no coke. I'm like, what is this from? And it's like from Usual Suspects. So I always look at this movie like a better Scarface because it's same star. Same director, less problematic, and you can kind of see yourself like actually rooting for protagonists and not feeling bad for the most part. Even though it's the same issue where you have Al Pacino playing a Latin and Al Pacino ain't Latin. And one of the jokes of Carlito's way is like, oh, Carlito, we thought you were Italian. And then it's like, we thought you were a nigger, but then we saw you dance. It's like, you know, darkies don't dance like that. It's like the whole joke of Carlito Brigante is like, you know, he's Puerto Rican. But a lot of people thinking he was different, was was not Puerto Rican. It's like, hmm, I wonder why they think Al Pacino might not have been Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why, too. Um, and another, even though, and yeah. I would say even though his accent in this movie is far more tolerant than it ever was in Scarface. Yes, I can. It, it's a point in Scarface where you just like. Oh, stop it, Al! You you you're you're overdoing it. You're really overdoing it. This one, it was like okay, even though you know you know it's bullshit, but you're like, all right, I, I'll go with this. Um, I think I see. No one complains though. No, 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 no. The only time I hear complaints is about Scarface. This one is, you know, this one's good. The uh, one what more it, one more um thing about this movie is that I I think it's close to me because I can somewhat relate to the character of Carlito as far as 
in my early 20s through my mid 20s i had a problem with that loyalty thing uh era for good or for for good or bad you know so i you know got older and wiser i understood a little bit more but that loyalty thing can be a motherfucker and it can bite you in the ass too so uh mm-hmm. yeah that's basically the whole point of the movie is like carlito is washed he knows he's washed he knows he has to get out the game because he don't like he has the instincts, but he doesn't trust his instincts anymore. And his biggest issue, like he has two part one, he doesn't trust his instincts enough when he should. And two, and the most important one is he has faith in people that he should not have faith in. Because this whole thing is like, I'm a stand up guy. I got a cold and I follow this cold the streets and all the people he used to deal with. None of them follow that cold anymore. And he kind of and it's and every time he gets betrayed, it's heartbreaking. But he still does it because, like you say, this is who I am. I can't change. I can't help myself. And it ends up biting him. And every time he does it, ends up biting him in the ass all the way through the end of the movie. All the way to the end of the movie. And it's one. The one good thing about the movie is you see it at in certain points, like you say, it's different people that he's like, damn, this motherfucker like this now, like fuck him. All right, I'm still gonna be me. Then you know it's, it 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 rises because each person is like, first is like it's not too close. It's like a, maybe a cousin, then a friend. But then you know you get to people that you consider your brother and stuff like that. It's like yo, it just ain't the same. But not only him. that, not only that, people are warning him about these people, and he never listens. Like that's my brother. I don't gotta like that, or I'm not worried about that. I handle that. And it's like, and he listened. One time, he had about four or five times he could have listened. If he listened once, his life turns out a lot different. But, you know, like you said, you are who you are. And, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's that's basically the whole plot of the movie. It's like people, you know, I'm going to my doom. I know it's my doom, but I can't help myself because I was raised this way. And I'm hoping I'm wrong, even though I know I'm not. And, and you know, the funny. One more thing is the funny thing is it's easier to change that way of thinking when you're younger than it is when you get older. Because he was older mm-hmm. and then had to spend five years in jail. So and it, and it treated five years like it was twenty five years. Really? Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> he's like, I don't recognize the drugs anymore. I don't recognize none of the dances. I don't trust these people. I'm like. I know five years is a long time, but it's only five years. They tr- they were treating five like it was like a lifetime. Like all this change in five years, while like he just felt like a fish out of water. And it was kind of like, I mean, I wonder like if somebody went to jail in 2014, came out now. More social media, but how much has really changed? Yeah. Like, you know. You can touch some stuff has changed. Like you can talk to people easier. But it's like Twitter was a thing, but it wasn't a big thing. Like, but we still had Facebook. Yeah, you still you know had. the only like you still had like the same technology more or less. Like, okay, so now you have streaming services and less cable, and you can talk to people easier with social media. But it's like beyond that, it hasn't changed yeah. that much in five years. It's changed some. It hasn't changed like a whole lot. Or everybody's a lot more racist in America because of the president. But you got an whatever. iPhone four. You came out when you went in. It was an iPhone four. When you came out, it was an iPhone nine or something. Well, you know, whatever. Oh, you take pictures. Oh, take pictures of the food. Wow. <laughs> but okay, let's start with the movie because the go ahead and just start with the movie. Okay, the plot of the movie is Carlito Brigante 
after serving five years of a 30 year sentence, basically wants to get out and go straight and tries to find a way to like, you know, I want to start, I want to move over to Bahamas, have a car dealership, rent cars, live a straight life. And unfortunately, circumstances prevents him from doing it at every single turn. As much as he tries to like get out the game, everyone keeps trying to bring him back in the game for better, for worse. And you already know it doesn't work out because the movie starts with the end of the movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a novel thing. It's like, oh, so you already know it's a tragedy, more or less. Because, like, you know, the movie starts, it's him getting shot by John Leguizamo's Benny Blanco. And him doing this narrative, like, you know, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to go to the hospital. No, no, they never say the motherfuckers there. Midnight, such and such. It's like, you know, Gail crying and everything. You see the police there. You're like, what's going on? So it's like the entire movie going to be a, like the entire movie is basically going to be a flashback. Mm-hmm. And it sets the whole tone of the movie where, you know, Normal movies like movies start at the beginning or start at the middle. This one started at the end, like you already know, he ain't making out. So you're trying to figure out how exactly got to the point. So movie starts, he's in the courtroom, and he basically dancing from the five yard line to the end zone. <laughs> right? He's giving his Oscar speech. You know. And he's like, the judge is like, do I really got to hear this? Like, yeah, you know, gotta, yeah, I know, I ain't going to blame the streets because I was a bad motherfucker from the time I was out the womb. I know I was a bad piece of trash. I had chances and I didn't do it, but I'm just here now. I have cleaned up my life and I just want to thank you for presiding over a trial you shouldn't have using false testimony. I want to thank you, DA Norwalk, for the legal wiretaps and the false evidence. And I was like, I think everybody, my client and Sean Penn, keep in mind, Sean Penn is basically like out of retirement. And this is like his comeback thing, sitting there at Kleinfeld. He's like there, like, you know, smug for him. He's just smiling the whole time with a smirk on his face. Like, I can't believe this guy doing all this. And Carly going on and on, just rubbing it in. You know, thank you for doing my five year, you know, talking about, I never got tried. No, not for dope. Cause they were all like, you know, cause the judge is like, this is a travesty of justice. We got to hear this from convicted dope. They're like, no, your honor, I was never convicted for dope. No smack on me, buddy. <laughs> like, you want to make it clear. Like, you ain't going to slander my name. Like, you know, they just throw him out. Because he basically just bragging, like, you know, it's established he was doing five out of a 30 years. And it was some legal hullabaloo, you know. They treat it. The whole thing is like this. If it's illegal wiretaps and technicalities, wrong is wrong. And the way the justice system was like, eh, so what? Like, this is travesty. And it's like, if you had done your job correctly, you wouldn't be in the room in the first place. It's funny how they set it up like, you know, everybody in the justice system is turning their nose at stuff, even though it's their fault why he getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, my question to you as all is, within that five years, what is the relationship of Carlito and Kleinfeld? Because okay, I, dude, I, okay, because they make it seem all right. Because it's weird how it sets up. It sets up like you know they can only have a, so much communication through jail anyway. But is it because they had a friendship before he went in and they were close, or is yeah. it because he he got him out? Nah, that he felt close? nah. It's that's something that started because he's like you know that's my brother, and it wasn't just because he got him out. It seemed like they had something. 
Cause he knew the, cause he knew what Carlito did. He knew the players and stuff like that. Even before it was a savage, like how deep Confield was in the game. Yeah. So they had a relationship. They had a relationship before he went to jail, and then it's like reinforced the fact, like he got him out of jail. Okay. Saving twenty five years. Saving twenty five years. So of course they're gonna be. You know, if I'm so thirty and you save me twenty five years, hell yeah, we're gonna be close. <laughs> yeah, that's my brother. Because like any other, because other lawyer be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you know, see you when I see you." Okay, because they and were he making, kept trying to. He he said that. You go know, ahead. He said that you know I pretty much Carlito gave him his first clients. I guess because of who he was running with and people that he dealt with. So I get I didn't I wanted to make sure that I was thinking the same thing that that relationship was already a close knit relationship beforehand. Because it almost it almost seemed like it wasn't at certain points. Because like you said, five years, he don't know what Kleinfeld got into. He don't like so it's like a strain there. Like we close, but it's a lot of shit I don't know that you be doing. I mean, but that's separate. That's you know, like we brothers, but you don't always know what your brother's doing. So the issue is kind of like all his all Carly's issues is he's close with all these people that don't follow the code that he follows anymore. They're all doing their own thing. And he trying to like, you know, navigate that. He doesn't know. Cause it was the first thing they say when he got out of jail. Oh, how you gonna make money going back to such and such? And you like, I'm going, nah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going clean. And, and, and he's we, like, what? And and I feel like. Looking at him, smiling. What are you talking about? What, are you, what the fuck are you talking about? Rent a car, you gonna, you gonna sell cars? <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, yo, <laughs> baby, yo, like, okay. maybe, maybe is maybe is the older man to be right there to just pit. I got pissed off when I saw that. Maybe when I was younger, we used to do shit like that, just laugh at each other at certain shit. But now I was just like, yo, that's fucked up. A man told he gonna sell some cars, and he just basically like laughing him off, like, yeah, right. Man, okay, fuck you, whatever. You know, when you gonna go with your old connect and stuff, and it's funny. And how, when we find out later on why he's asking that, it's more sinister. At first, it's like, you know, okay, you out. Let's get back in the game. Let's do all this stuff. You know, let's make some money, have some fun. And Carlito, like, I'm... Because Carlito, like, I'm not going back in the streets. I'm old. Because keeping... That's the whole thing. It's like Cuddy from The Wire. If Cuddy was 15 years older. Yeah. You know, you don't see old drug... You don't see old drug dealers. Nope. Most of the time. It's like... You either die in jail or you die young. If you get out, you get out. And like, I'm doing time. I'm out. I'm like, what, 50s? Late 40s, early 50s? I'm going to go back slinking? Like, huh? <laughs> that's, normally, that's not how it works. You come out of retirement, you might be, you might come out of retirement in your 30s. You come out of retirement in your late 40s. And like, Brett Favre ain't coming out of retirement anymore. <laughs> so we, that, ship, uh, that ship sailed. So are we, are we sure? Well, we're going to say Carlito was in his late 40s. Late forties, early fifties. Okay, just want to get it clear before I before we get to a certain point. I mean, because he carries himself. I mean, because like it's Al Pacino, so at that point he's probably in around that age range. He carries himself like a grown ass man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say at the very least he's in his mid to late forties. All right. You know, he did five years early forties, and, and like he's established. Talking about, I knew him doing stuff in like. Because keep in mind. I, knew, I was doing stuff with him in 57. And this is set in 75. Okay, yeah. And people were talking, talking about stuff he did in the 50s. 
So even if he was like young then, if he's like a teenager, yeah, late forties, early fifties is his age range. Mm-hmm. So first, you know, he out of jail. He's just trying to chill. Like it's funny where they go out dancing and the girls trying to dance with him and Kleinfeld, and he, they busy like talking to each other. It's like y'all dating us and y'all dating each other. Because they just talking about, you know, how thinking each other, like, you know, you, you got me out of jail. It's like, you got my first client. I love you and I love you too. And the girl's like, y'all go have fun. We out. Because it's amazing how all these women just tossing that Carlito and he has no interest in none of them. He don't want no seasoning. All. No seasoning. Salt and pepper. Look, he, he like what he likes. So, anyway, <laughs> he, he get, no, he gets established. He runs into his old, I forgot the, the dude that he used to work with. It's like, you know, heard you did five years. You could have snitched on me, but you didn't. And maybe you think, you know, I made a lot of money. Maybe you think I owe you something. He's like, nah, I'm all right. I'm cool. So he's like, cool. Who are you working for? Working for nobody. You, you retired? He's like laughing. Like, yeah, he's like, you retired, retired? Yeah, I became a priest. <laughs> Joking. Like, no one can accept the fact that Carlito's like, I'm done. Everybody's like, there's got to be some scam going on. Because they can pick themselves retiring. So while, and Carlito's like, you know, I'm this main man slinging dope. I was an assassin, murder. Like, Carlito was in the street streets. And you, so it's like. And it's foreign to them. In that world, and I guess that world that they set up, they like. Nah, he ain't going straight. We ain't never because that's the, the shock. It's like too much shock behind it. Like he spent five years in jazz and he like shit. I ain't trying to go back there. No, <laughs> y'all can have it, but they don't see it that way because, like we said, you know, you either end up dead or anyway, in way, in way, in the way they shoot movies sometimes. That's the only time you really see uh, drug dealers old, like like Walter White old and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. you never really see. The you know the world like in general you never really see the world because like on TV and stuff it's always young they TV drug dealers is like they're young and they end up just dying the only time you really see old drug dealers is in movies so you know mm-hmm. so so but he still got he may not be in the game but he still got the respect in the name because his cousin Guerrero played by our man Braga John or John Ortiz and it's funny but and it's funny where I've seen this movie before. And he never stood out, but now I was watching it yesterday. I'm like, his face is familiar. I like, I seen him in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that's like I, because I just saw him in that Bumblebee movie. He was in that too. Yeah. Like, he's in a lot of like John Ortiz is in a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, me out there, Carlito. Why don't you come roll with me? You know, I just need this backup. You know, I'm just breaking this thing. I got 30 keys trying to do a deal. And Carlito was like, what you need me for? Yeah, we friends. And it like, you know, you know, it's just because, you know, Cloud, they're coming with Carlito Brigante. They ain't going to give me no problems and stuff. And it was like, all right, Car- even Carly didn't even know, know this is a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but he going along with it because that's his cousin and loyalty and family like that. So he shows up and he goes in there. What's the first thing? The picture you saw was the first thing Carlito noticed? The bathroom. Because <laughs> the dude, you see the dude like a little bit, his shadow standing in the delight hitting him. And I'm like, yeah, Carlito. Carlito just, he's too hes too smart for this situation. Like, like everybody in there was dumb except him. He's washed, but he still has an instinct. Yeah. Like he was, 
Like, he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. But once he's in there, he knows what's going on because he's watching there. He sees the stuff. So, like, can I use the bear for, like, oh, bear for no work? It don't work. <laughs> yeah, it don't work, man. Maybe next year. Oh, okay. Carly already know this is set up. So, anyway, the dude's out there trying to go with, you know, work the deal. And they're like, oh, Carlito, Carlito Brigante used to roll with such and such. I heard you was a big time, you know, slinging a whole bunch of smack. Hey, yeah, I'm retired. You know, talking. And they go on the deal. It's like, oh, the money's right there. I mean, the bear's there. You just got to look, look lower in the icebox. Mm-hmm. I don't see nothing. Oh, keep looking. Word. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing telling you, like, this might be the jig is up. And he just smiling. Hey, man, there's nothing in here. It's, it's going deeper, man. It's in there. Okay. <laughs> So he's there, and then Carlito sees going on there. Like, oh, let me show you this magic trick, the eight ball. Because they interrupt the game. Like, oh, Carlito about to show a trick. Let's watch this going on. And they have no idea. Like, Carlito knows. So he's watching. He's like, oh, I'm going to sit the eight ball right here. It's the key. Have your fingers. Are you touching the side? Carlito paying attention the whole time. And then he sees the dude about to stab his cousin out the, out the um, reflection of the guy's glasses. Yeah. He he he. You notice that? Yeah, he had some training. <laughs> so he used the, the eight ball at the dude's head, and the other guy's like, "Oh, I got I got a message. Your you know your boss is dead, and so are you." Slits the dude's throat, and then to establish how bad Carlito is, Carlito just start going to shop. He disables one guy with the, with the cue ball, shoots everybody else, mm-hmm. like easy. He took one in the wing. Kind of like he, took, he got winged one time, but he shot three other people. And it's like it is like you know he's been in jail for five years. He's an old man. It's like no wonder everybody got respect with Carlito. Like Carlito wasn't just some dude just slinging. Carlito knew how to he knew how to handle the glizzy. And then one of the funniest parts come in. He doesn't realize everybody's dead. He realize he's out of bullets. He gets a speech like, oh, okay. Bad news, bad time, blah, 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 blah. You know, you want bad time, go bad time. Here come the pain. Oh, you can't you go give me my mesa. I'm reloaded. How 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 tough is your bluff game? You They already know who you are. But your bluff game that strong, did they run? They're they not, re- they not realizing you ran out of bullets. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm reloading. Huh? You want to you big time? You want to see big time? Here come big time. Okay, here come the pain. I wonder if Taz got that from Carlito's way. Damn, he used I, to introduce Brock Lesnar like that all the time. Damn, I never think about that. I I thought about that all the time because it's like when I saw the movie because I always wonder like where Taz get that from, and I saw the movie like he would have been at the base of seeing that. Mm-hmm. He probably did. He probably did. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So he comes out everybody's day. He sees his cousins like, oh, oh man, Mario. He says your friends ain't no friends in this game. He's just, you know, look at you, net slid out. So he got his thirty grand because before Kleinfeld put him on this deal. It's like you know, invest in this nightclub for this dude. It's like you know, just need the money, like twenty five grand. And he's like, I'll think it over. And then now he got 30 grand so he can come in here and do it again. It's like, oh, I could front you the money. It's like, nah, I use my own money. Oh, you got money? What, own, what, what money? Oh, you know, such and such owe me money. 
he hooked me up, so I just do it my own way. He's like, all right. Did, no other questions asked. Like, Carlito out of jail, and when the day just got 30 grand, you know, because he ain't dumb. And, like, he knew to clean the gun, throw it in the, um, the garbage truck, kept it moving. And now he going to do that money investors club. My man, Sasso. No, <laughs> Sasso, no. They called me Ron. Okay, Ron. <laughs> okay, Ron. He's like, how much you owe? Hey, uh, you know, 50, 60. Okay, let me know 100. <laughs> so what I do is I put you down. You know, I'm get 25 to get you off their neck because, you know, it's either going to be schools or something else. They're going to have you. You know, my Didi, they found her in a trunk. Ooh, she made a stink. I want that to be you. Ooh, that smell smell like Sasso. They call him Ron. <laughs> and Sasso already stands like he just, you know, he just a gambler, degenerate gambler that cannot be trusted. No, not at all. At all. And they know it, but it's like, you know, this is the devil I'm dealing with. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, this is what I got to deal with. This is what I got to deal with. So he invests in the club. He's going to run the nightclubs. Figure like, you know, I make my 75K, I can retire. That's the plan. It's like, you know, I'm, I don't got to slay no more. I, you know, clean business. And, but then you be around all these people. You're around Sasso, you don't, you don't trust. You're around Pachanga. Luis Guzman. <laughs> Just a slime. Boy, Carlito, what's going on? Such and such, you know. I heard, I heard you were such and such with your cousin. You should have called me. He's like, that happened a week ago. Pachango always like three days late for everything. <laughs> no, like, he said he said that happened a month ago. Oh, you know, but I heard about it, baby. I could have been out there. You know, I had your back. You know, something. You know, Lalene, he doing 30 in Rikers. They getting everybody, you know, such and such. He got shot in the stoop. You know, it is knocking out there, but hook me up, man. I got you. I got your back and everything. Pachanga ain't got his back. Pachanga is a free agent. Pachanga <laughs> go with a Pachanga go with the money go, and he established like he's just a loose cannon that's just ready to shoot first, ask questions later, and always about the dope. And Carlito like, yeah, I, I got him because they be brothers. Pachanga's you know, absolutely yeah. uh, uh bleak in uh state property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, that's exactly what he is. That is exactly what he is. He's like Ricky Davis. I just want to get my shot. I just want to get my shots off. I ain't... You know that story about Ricky Davis? Like, oh, I thought when they draft LeBron James, he's going to come there to elevate my game. Yeah. He got. He couldn't believe that. I can't believe they traded me. I thought, I thought LeBron was here to help me. Just think they about go, it. Are you crazy? Yeah, he definitely had to be. <laughs> They drafted LeBron James to beat <laughs> your Scotty Pippen to elevate you. Oh, that's hilarious. So anyway, Pachanga's there. Can't trust him. Steffi's there. Ooh, just I'm not even gonna repeat what you said. Sasha Bank 1.0. Like I know everybody in the hood had a crush on Steffi. I haven't seen her in anything else at all. Listen. It's man, she was coming for the combo. That's what she was looking for. I mean, I'm yeah, not mad. At least, she, at least she was honest about it. She was honest so, about it. She was honest about it. She was honest to uh, Carlito too. But Carlito, you know, he's Carlito like playing hard to get. 
Carlitos going on and everything. You don't like nobody in the club. Y'all been in jail a long time, Daddy. And I don't like nobody but you, Steph. You know, and she just eyeballing and everything. And because she knows, like, you know, how you interacted with Benny Blanco. Yes. How she how he interacted with Benny Blanco. Let's talk about Benny Blanco. From Benny Blanco from the Bronx. <laughs> talk about him. John Leguizamo. Uh, how do you feel about Huh? How do you feel about Benny Blanco? Uh, Benny Blanco is Carlito. That's Carlito. Now it's like it's all it's what it's what uh, Ron told him. This is you twenty years ago. Yeah, but that's the thing. I think when you talked about you was like Carlito's mad because it's like you know that's who he used to be. He don't like that person. I took it as like he mad because everybody think that's how he used to be. Like I was never a piece of trash like this little motherfucker right here. Like I'm insulted. Y'all ever thought that I was him? It, but it's funny how you remember things as you get older. You know how you know how they say about like oh taking out games. Oh I, that game was so good. Oh I'm gonna get this game. And then when you get the game, it's like this game ain't as good as I thought as it used to be. Yeah. Okay. And. What I think, I just think it was a reflection of what he just grew to dislike. See, I wonder about this because Benny Blanco, like everyone knows he's an up and coming guy. He just started out being like, you know, I'm just starting my organization. I just want some business <laughs> advice and stuff like that. I look up to you like, hey, whatever. I'll talk to you later. And they like, oh, Benny Blanco up and coming. like, oh, you know, her, he moving things. You know, hopefully if he survives through next week. And, but Carlito is like, Everybody know Carlito. Like he, his name ring wide. Gangsters, all race, ethnicities, all around. So I wonder. It's like yeah, they might see him as like that's used to be you, but it's like yeah, early. But I was a lot like he probably look at at that age. I did a, a lot more than this Benny Blanco dude. So get out of my face. I ain't about that life anymore. So and he came off disrespectful anyway. He first came because he's like you know he didn't want to pay the check. He's like you know what the fuck around check. He's like he paid like oh oh Carlito Brigante. Oh I ain't know you know I I deal with Sasso. It's like yeah well you know you old Sasso. I ain't Sasso. So but he did respect him. He respected. Yeah, he, he respected was, him all. After that, yeah, he's like, he thought who he was. Yeah, he said, I'm just trying to maximize my potential. <laughs> Man, yeah, he's like, I, I, I think I, that's what I honestly think. I just think it was a reflection of him that he just didn't want to see anymore because he knew that he knew that was him. But it was just like, I've done so much now. I can't even remember who I was back then. I think it's more like he just didn't want to deal with any part of that life. Yeah, that all. could be true, too. And it's like, no, I don't want to be nobody mentor. No, I don't want to be none of this. It's like, I'm just focused on saying my 75K and leaving and get out and leave. That's all I want to do. And he's like, Steffi's just eyeballs, like, oh, you know, you don't like me, nothing like that. And it's like, you know, he's thinking about something else. See this girl's dancing in the background, like, oh, she, she reminded me of Gail. I remember I met Gail year before we got out of the joint. She was just like springtime, so willy. She fell in love. I guess I did too. I wonder what Gail doing. It was like he just reminiscing about Gail so damn much. And we just wondering, you know, what does Gail look like? And how much we care about Gail. Because not only did this happen, he reminiscing. This man goes outside when it's raining. 
with a trash can lid like he Casey Jones looking at these girls dancing hoping he sees Gail like this whole ballet studio I'm like how open does she have you because Carlito ain't a young man we established how the fuck old is Gail well Gail ain't young either Gail gotta be in her 30s uh, oh yeah that's what I'm saying she's way younger than Carlito yeah, she's younger than Carlito, but it's like, you know, she got some, she ain't innocent. Oh, we know that. She got some, she got, yeah, she got some city miles on her, and on herself too. And it's kind of like, yeah, of course they're going to be different. It's probably what, 15 year age gap? Okay. Say. That works. If, he, if she early 30s, he's late 40s, which is like, at that age, it don't matter that much. You know, once you, cause like, she probably met him when she was grown. If she's in her late 20s, then whatever. Yeah. So it's fine. She late twenties, he early forties. It's it's a gap, but it's like she already grown, established. But like he loves some Gail, the way he talked about her, like that. And then hmm, he runs into Gail. You know, oh, she's like buzz off, bozo. It's like, oh, I heard you out there talking to dude. What's his name? Oh yeah, Carlito Brigante. Charlie. She. Met. Why? Why is she calling? Only. There's only two people. Cause Sasso's the only person. And Sasso's on his like, I'm Ron. It's crap. Yeah, we made the Joe she called Charlie. She probably couldn't pronounce Carlito. <laughs> Which I'm absolutely sticking with. She cannot say Carlito. And it's Penelope Ann Miller. So okay, so at the time in real life, she's 29, he's 53. Okay. And when they when the movie came out. So movies, so that yeah, that's like twenty. That's like twenty, twenty four years, probably in the movie. This, so it's like, yeah. So if he's late forties, early fifties, she's late twenties, early twenties. So it's like, yeah, that. And she's like reminiscing, like, oh, how you been? Got out and everything like that. It's like I missed you, Gail, and all this stuff and everything. And it's just like you know, thought you were going to leave me, and he's like, I think I was going to leave you too, and it was for the best. I ain't want to hurt two lives, and. She got some pull on him, you know. You think? <laughs> and I'm like, it must be something because it's like he's looking at her like I just miss smelling your hair and like that. And it's funny where how they play is just weird. Like it's like you know I'm this big time gangster from the wrong side of tracks, and I got this willowy girlfriend that's just like a shining light, and she just she deigned herself to get me. And it's like Scarface did the same thing. I'm from the wrong side of tracks, and I get to date Miami cokehead Barbie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, but the two women were completely different. Yes, the two women were completely different. This one, they this relationship was more realistic. But it's just funny how they always chase, like you know, I just wish one day I get out the hood and I find a girl like this. And it's like he could just got with Steffi and <laughs> been all right. But it's like, nah, I need my girl. Yeah, like a sunshine. She moved like the wind, man. And I think because she, she, she was innocent, too. Steffi is like dirty. Like she knew if he tried to get out, she wouldn't have it. You know what I'm saying? Like she would she would push him more to. Was was Gail that innocent or did or did Carlito treat Gail like she was super innocent? Well, I'll say this. She had his best intentions. Like she knew like, yo, you need to stop hanging around this person. 
Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I think, but if Steph would have been more like, oh, let's get this money. Let's do No matter what, let's get this money. Okay, let's do this. Let's do that. Because you remember, she was, she was still, now, I, she definitely was supposed to be younger than Gail. I'm sure she was supposed to be like in her, what, mid-20s? You never know. I mean, she could have been in her 20s and her 30s. Like, they don't establish that. It's a funny thing with how they establish with the age. They don't. It's like the women are younger, but you don't know how much younger. And yeah. the men are older, but you don't know how much older. It's just they've been doing stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll come and, back to Gail. And, and, and another side thing. It's amazing, and I find it always interesting, how they shoot Al Pacino in movies. Because we all know he's he's super short. So <laughs> the camera angles they get for certain scenes and when like you see him like a long shot by himself. Oh, yeah, that's a short guy. But if you got him next to a woman, they shoot it completely different. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Brian De Palma is a master of the camera. So he knows how to do, you know, he knows how to do that. He knows how to frame certain shots to make people look the way they're supposed to look and like stand out and not stand out. And I'm sure he's had practice because he had it probably with Scarface. And it's like, it's not a lot of talk in a movie beside, I think, Penelope Ann Miller might be a little, got some height, but like, maybe, and Vigo is in a chair, so <laughs> everybody's short anyway. And well, yeah. Well, you saw it when he, so, you you really saw it when he, they showed that flashback when he's standing to shake Carlito's hand. That's what you, you know really what's funny? This is the first time I remember that flashback where he's like, oh, such and such leans here at the club. He's like, lean. I thought you said you're doing 30 years. We must have like, got out. I guess must have got out. <laughs> must have got out. Yeah, that shit don't say all right. What? Because Carlitos will do 30 years, and he know how he got out. But still, it's like, oh, okay. Because you see flashback Laleen and Vigo looking young and handsome and he was a vibrant parent. and stuff. And I... I had never paid attention to this flashback till I saw yesterday, and it is sunken how much he changed. Because you see him now, he got the dirty suit on, he in a wheelchair, he's like, oh. And it's, yes, Laleen is played by Vigo Mortensen. Just in case you know, Vigo Mortensen is not Latin. At all. At all. And can't fake it either, like um, <laughs> Al Pacino was faking it. And it's like, oh, I guess it was still the time, like, oh, we can, we can wing it. Wait a minute, did we skip something? We skipped a whole... Because he just met Gail. Yeah. Did he meet... Did that part already come? Did Laleen is next? Yeah, basically. Because okay. this, this he finds out... Because Laleen... Because how you find out where Gail works? Laleen told him, like, oh, it's Carly. Do I had anything you going on? He's like, what happened to you? He's like, oh, you know, when the street's really mad at you, they don't kill you. They put you in one of these. I caught a few in the back. Some hot shit. It's like, damn, who you piss off with? They like, we just want to cripple you on some kung fu shit. Remember, this motherfucker was a pimp. He was, he, they said he hooked, he hooked dudes up with girls. So somebody mm-hmm. might have caught something. He might have been like, yo, now, what hot one of you ass? I hope it was more than just syphilis. But there was like one thing about Laleen. <laughs> like, he's like, what did Carlito send flashback? One thing about Laleen was like, I remember he was a stand-up guy. Yeah. He ain't stand-up no more. Yeah, because he didn't want to go in the door. He saw him sitting in that wheelchair. He was like, damn. Mm-hmm. And not only wheelchair, he got the suit look all dead. Like that's the same suit he been wearing every day. Like a, it's just dirty and crusty. And he did like you want to sniff it? Like nah, no, I'm clean. I just got out. I don't even know where you got that from. Leave me alone. 
And I, he's like, oh, you got out. How'd you get out? Oh, you know, just it. like you. I, I beat it. I read some books. <laughs> you read some books. You know, no, I read some books. Got some smart people. And I beat it. No, I, I beat it. I got out. And it's like Carly Delight. Oh, a word. Yeah, he started. Like, he, he started to see the bullshit. He saw it anyway because it's like you should be doing thirty years in Rikers, and you out, and you looking crusty as can be. And it's like how you got out. I I, I beat it. I read some books. But you know, who, some smart people back door. But who he is, he still wants to believe he's a stand up guy because the only yeah. thing that, the only thing that tipped him off is he kept asking about. Well, who are these people you working with now? Or oh, I got some people I can hook you up with. Yeah. But first he's like, oh, you know, I saw the girl you still hang with. You know, this blonde one looked like such and such. Gail, yeah. Saw 40th and Broadway. Working at the club. You know, it was classy and stuff, but very invigorating. <laughs> she got talent. He's like, 40th. Yeah. Like 40th and Broadway. Carlito got this look like, dang, the classiest part of town. Like, what's going on with that? So, anyway, like, oh, I heard you out, you know, slinking. Who you working with? Like, I'm retired. Oh, you ain't retired. Come on. You know, I know you out. You Carlito. You know, who you doing business with? Trying to get back in the game. He kept, he kept pushing it. Yep. And he was, and then Carly was like, enough of this. Puts the knife to his neck. Like, she's the wire. Oh, but yeah, I never noticed it. I never noticed it until this morning, the black tape. You can mm-hmm. see the black tape just sitting right there, like off his shirt. Mm-hmm. And he saw this like this. Put the, he put a knife to his neck, like, shh, and then pulled the tape off, like, oh, why? Piece of shit, motherfucker. I can't. <laughs> Pachinka come in. What's going on? He, he see the thing. Hey, and now Pachinka, like, hey, you a cheater, man? It's a bullish fucking brain. I was like, right now. It's like, get out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> it's like, this whole thing. Pachinka always a day late and dollar short. <laughs> Always like all of a sudden now, let's take him in the back and shoot him. And he's like, Oh, is he going? You rattling your friends? He's going on. Who's did this? Oh, I don't know. Did it there? No walk. He said, He hurt you with slinging again. No, look, Carly, you got mad if I want to do this. You got everything. I got nothing. nothing. Look at me. I'm in a shitty diaper. I can't walk. I can't, I can't hop. You know? So why don't you kill me, you cocksucker? <laughs> Fucking kill me! I just got nothing. Just look at me. Hey, I don't know if it you caught. So damn. I don't know if you caught it. Somebody said it wasn't even on. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, but no, I was gonna give you the signal. I was gonna tell you the signal, man. I was gonna have you doing it, rat. And Carlito just like looking at like how the mighty have fallen. This is Vigo Morris's worst performance ever. Oh, carry on. <laughs> is it his worst? I mean, just or is Green or is Green Book his worst? Oh, excuse me. Uh, let let me take that back. This is his second worst performance ever. I I, I almost forgot about him teaching people about fried chicken. <sighs> you know what's funny? He's Danish. He grew up in Venezuela, Argentina. He's been nominated for three Oscars and four Golden Globes. And this is one of his earliest movies. Mm-hmm. And what did people think it was like? I can, I'm going to have you. Oh, you, you used to live in Argentina? You could be Latin. 
A lot of German people move to Argentina too. They ain't pretend to be Latin. They ain't how it works. It's like nothing about him screaming Latin. Nothing. Not even the bullshit accent. It's something that anybody can do if you really can if you put your put your voice to it. Oh. Okay, it's funny. Okay, hold, okay, hold. I got these fucking brown whites, man. <laughs> this guy, I'm in this piece of shit chair. That guy, you fucking kill me, you cocksucker. Hey, the question is, and we're not elevating that goddamn club. So who pulled, pushed his ass all the way up there? They got a ramp. Yeah, believe that if you want to. It was seventy five. Well, how, you think you think Pachengas is pulling his ass up the steps? At this point, yeah. If Carlito tell him to, yeah, because he think he's gonna get rich. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he keeps he keeps thinking that. So, uh, he, he thinking he rich. So, back in the club, more stuff going on with um, Benny Blanco. He's like, oh, I just come in here, like you know, he messed with Sasso, like where's Steffi? And then he realized, oh, so Benny Blanco they Steffi, and where's Steffi at? Steffi got his hooks in Kleinfeld, like feeling him, like you know, I want to see your butt. And Kleinfeld, like, I had to put that, I had to put the closed caption on. I'm like, what? Like what? <laughs> Flat ass Sean Penn's ass, all something. Steffi all them, like you know, she. Flicking the tongue out, rubbing his crotch, everything. And his client feels all like, I'm about to get it in and do that. So the waiter's looking for Clive Phil and Steffi. He finds Clive Phil and Steffi in the bathroom, getting it in. Hey, 75 was wild. Syphilis was a, was a motherfucker back then. Syphilis? Man. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. Man. <laughs> Shit. Cause these motherfuckers were yeah. out here just fucking in this movie. Yeah, so meanwhile, Pachanga and Carl Pachanga Carligo having a discussion, laughing at the table, like, what's going on? Oh, Benny looking for Steffi and Clive I saw Clive for the bathroom fucking the shit out of Steffi. So what's the problem? <laughs> exactly. Problem solved. But he belongs to Benny, she belongs to Benny Blanco. Who? <laughs> Benny Blanco, you know Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Oh that, fuck him. Steffi, either you know, just brush it off, and then they come back like, "Oh, Carlita, where you been hiding this this man right here?" He's like, "Oh, faster than speeding bullet." And what did she say? He has a what? She say he has a yacht and a Mercedes. Mercedes. She ain't care about him. She ain't care about him if it was a couple of seconds. She just, just knew he had money. Man. And we need to talk about how much we're gonna get to that point. How we must start now. How much does Kleinfeld have? We'll get there. Cause we, I, that's the I, I, I was sitting here this morning like, I really need to know how much money this man got because he's living lavish. You, cause you seen the house. Yep. And we know he stole a million dollars. And he, and they always say like, you know, I can never put Kleinfeld paying for everything, and he got a bodyguard. He always come out of his pocket and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's so. Anyways, out out there, it's like, what I'm supposed to do. And then it's like, you got go come over here, stay with us. And then Benny Blanco's like, oh, you know, if this is standing, I'm so send you champagne. I just want to be your friend. And you keep brushing me off. It's like, cause you ain't shit. You know, maybe I don't remember the last time I blew my nose. <laughs> who is you? Like, he just showed this. Yeah, who are you? Like, you know, it's just sorry. And Benny Blanco's trying to be magnanimous. He's trying to be like, you know, considering stuff like that. A lot harder than a lot of people in that position would have tried. 
So he's there, and he's like, you try to snatch Steffi, and Clive will pull out the little baby killer gun. <laughs> like, I'll blow, your, you I'll blow your fucking head off. <laughs> Just McCauley went crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, put this shit away, anything like that. And then they grab Benny, take him out of the steps, and he's like, going to face somebody, you know, you're done. If I ever see you in here again, you know, you are done. And Benny's like, you know, you old news, and you've washed up. You better... Not only that, before then, when they were having that argument with Steph, he was telling him, you think you me. And that's what made me go back to saying, he said, no, you ain't nothing like me. And mm-hmm. just because, you know, he was telling him basically, I guess, a while he thought. And when he took him upstairs, Benny Blocker looked at his eyes and he knew it. He's like, nah, you, you ain't what you used to be. That's you why he watched. told him, yeah, you watch, you over. Yeah. You're over. So you might as well kill me now. Because otherwise, I'm going to fucking kill you. He popped him like, oh, he popped him in the head. With the <laughs> and Benny rolled down the steps. And he's like, let's just take him to Ali in the dumpster. All right. Biggest mistake in the movie. They should have killed Benny Blanco. Absolutely. He should have listened to Pachanga like, kill him. We could just, you know. Come on, baby. Be like old Put him times. in the truck of a car. Don't put no warfish <laughs> right around the corner. He's like, nah, let him. And even Carlito was like, you know, street's always watching. If I don't take care of this guy, they gonna know like Carlito's friend. You know, Carlito can't trust him. Anymore. He's flaky. Maybe he ain't got. He's flaky. Maybe he ain't got. He knows the move is to kill Benny Blanco. He knows it in his bones. He knows instinct. But he just want to be clean. Even though he already, he's keep in mind, he shot three people already. Oh, he since did. He's been out of jail. Yes. He's already murdered people. And he's going to murder more people later on. But he's still in this whole thing of like, you know, I want to be clean. I want to do the right, you know, I want to do the right way. Circumstances. Because like that. you know, that's a circumstance. He was in a situation where it was his life. This is not, this is, this is a choice. I think he's thinking like, oh, I, I can, I can let him walk or I can kill him. But like you said, the right thing is to, I got to get rid of him because he would get rid of me. Mm-hmm. And Pachinga, and everyone's telling him that he don't listen. And this when Pachinga's like, yeah. Yeah, I need some. I don't know. About, I need a new boss. I don't know about this one. I need a new boss because this old boss ain't doing it. So, but anyway, Carlito found out. You know, after he goes back, he's like, you know, take the gun away. Don't be doing this gangster stuff. Because then it's like you should start keeping your eyes on Kleinfeld. Because he out here waving guns around, <laughs> snorting all this coke, and it's like, how how wild is this boy going? And he ain't really. He ain't paying no mind. It's like, that's, that's Klein for the guy, my, just my brother. But anyway, thanks to the lean, the snitch, he finds out where Gail's working. So he goes up the 40th from Broadway, and Gail out there making it pop. Yeah, she made. She's doing a, a, a wonderful job. Working with the blacks and the, and the Latins. Yeah, she ain't no problem. Because she's doing it, making that money. And it's funny, the old crowd, they all got suits on. They come to take, you know, she sees Carlito watching. Carlito's like, she ain't embarrassed either. She's like, oh, okay. I think she was Go more ahead, surprised. She didn't expect him to be More surprised, yeah. but not like Shane. And Carlito don't know how to handle it. It's like, he's looking. It's, I don't know if he's judgmental. It's like, I think it's kind of like he had an image of what Gail was. Mm-hmm. So the how Gail is now is like, you know, I thought she's an angel. She out here, titty swinging side to side. <laughs> Man, I had pumping and pumping. It's like, I don't know. Things oh. different in five Still all smoke marijuana. What happened to that? Now everybody on smack. Thought my girl was in the ballet. Now she's making a pussy pop. What's, <laughs> oh, I don't know what's up. Out, like man. he just don't, don't know how to handle this. Like it's just all like it's not like he's judgmental of her. 
it's like he just don't know how to process this because he had an image of what Gail was, and Gail is like a working girl because Gail get dressed. Keep in mind, she had a wig on too. Mm-hmm. So she out there, and you know, she looked good, seventy five. Because it wasn't like everybody was doing like you know, um, Jane Fonda wasn't popping like that. So it wasn't a whole bunch of people that was hitting the gym unless it was like movie stuff. Yeah. So for her to the way she's looking, it's like okay. You know, dancing, dancing does her body good. So she gets all cleaned up and dressed. He's about to talk, oh, hey, Charlie, I expect you. And then the two guys like, oh, I just want to come. You were wonderful. Ugh. You were amazing. Like, you know what that don't was? Don't you see her talking to him? That was absolutely what Sasha Banks go through when she go through the airports. And I was just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, that's what dancers go through all the time. Like, they're trying to have a conversation. And you don't know if it's with another uh, customer or boyfriend. It's like they're jumping. That's why I tell you this is wonderful and stuff. It's like, yeah, that's nice. You ain't tipping by. And she's like, and he's like, oh, I thought you were dancing. I am. You know, exotic. It's like, it was the dance. It was the dance. No, bro, dance was like, sexy? Yeah, yeah, that was the point of it. Mm-hmm. So he, he like, so he you, was being judgmental, but he knew it was a yeah. lie to being judgmental. Yeah, it's like, oh, you judge me that like, I just dance. I don't fuck any of them. Like, how clean is your life, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, like you know, I'm out here paying bills, making a living. You know, you was gone anything like that. Like, what are you doing? Be looking down at me and everything like that. And it's like, yeah, put him in his place. It's like, oh, when I see you again, it's like, um, how about I call you? You know, you know, like, why don't you, why don't you come surprise me next time? Then they hug each other, and then that hug brings back so many memories. Like, you know, you said you was gonna break my heart. You said you're gonna hurt me or anything like that. No, that was stuff. before. That like, was that scene was before. Wasn't oh, it? that's right. That's right. No, it's like. Yeah, first when they, they first hugged and it was like, you know, they say you wasn't gonna break my heart all that. This one is like, you know, why don't you come you know, why don't you come surprise me some other time yeah. and see me again? Which he does, that's later, because we find out Kleinfeld is some real shit. Oh man. Watch when you you add tell people that's just that's from friends. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> you gotta watch when you call friends. Yeah, because he up in jail with the Italian boss, Tony T, Anthony Tagliucci. And you can tell the guys in there because he let the black security guard like, all right, beat it. All Yo. right, Mr. T, I'll be back. <laughs> Yo, because you know when I saw that when I first saw it, I was like, damn, he had to talk to the brother like that. I know he racist and everything, but chill. But then I thought about it, I was like, oh, he running shit. As I got yeah, older, he, I was like, he, oh, he run this shit. Yeah, he like, take down this number, 288 that's the number of my son. You like this way? Right? Like, you shut the fuck up. You know, I never liked you, Kleinfeld. It's not because you're a Jew. I know plenty of Jews. It's because you're a lying piece of shit. Oh. I gave you a million dollars to give to my son for this, and he said he never got it. And Kleinfeld's like, I don't know what he told you because, you know, I gave him the money, and I personally, the right, shut up. <laughs> like, you know, not what it's like. He has no tolerance for Kleinfeld. Like, he knows you lying sack of shit. You owe me a million dollars, so this is you gonna do. You gonna get me out of here. You know my office is working at full extent to part. Like I ain't talking about no pardon. I'm like you busting me out of here. He's he like, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Fuck that shit. You get me out of here. I can't. I'm just like no. He's like I can't. You expect me to break? Like don't worry about all that. You see that guy here? He's gonna make sure that I'm gonna be out in the water, and I know you got a boat, and you are gonna come pick me up in the boat. My son's gonna be there. He's like. 
that's a law officer. I can't do that. Let me tell you something. The contract's already made out. God damn. The, the hole's been dug. The limestone has been lying on the thing. And from here, all I got to do is push a button. And you done. Yo. My man thought he was going to rob the mob and everything was going to be sweet. Like he yeah. thought he th- he had he he has ties to the streets, but not heavy ties to the street. Like that's a family. That like, do you know how many connections that? And you think, oh, I'm just gonna take a million dollars, even if he dies, and, the, and I, I, I'm yeah. gonna be okay. Nobody gonna do nothing. Yeah, he's out of his mind. Cocaine. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like he's 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 a he was a he was a criminal, but not criminal enough. It's like it's a lot of movies where. You know, white collar crime try to mess with street crime and they don't mix. And street crime try to be smart and white collar and they get scammed. And white collar be trying to be more hood than, sh- than street and they get scammed or they get murdered. And this is the whole thing like Klein felt I was going to because he knows he's screwed. Cause as soon as he got to jail, he take like five steps and throws up. And the way Sean Penn is selling his face is like, I'm a dead man if I don't do something. Mm hmm. So, but he took a little, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to you something. I got a party at my house. We can talk like, why can't we talk here? It's like, nah, you just, I'm, I got to show visual diagrams. And what had happened before they did, did, uh, something happened the reason why they were talking. Oh, oh he told yeah, me. No, so- cause, no, cause they, is this before or after they would get, oh, I know what happened. Cause we skipped. Okay, so after this whole scene here, he comes to Gail's house, Gail's apartment. It's like you know, you gonna come in? Like, why don't you come in yourself? Like you know, why don't you just gonna do break the chain, take me on the floor, make love to me here? And Carly's like, I'm too old for all that. Exactly. He's like, like, I ain't trying to do all that stuff. It's like, well, if you ain't gonna, if you ain't gonna come in, you ain't gonna be in. And you know he there reaching, lusting after Reese's hand through the door, <laughs> and she take, you know, he's like, she take her coat, her clothes off, she looking, like, she just like, if you want to be a man and come get it, you know, and he take, he be a man, knock down that door, and then what's the first thing she say? Where's my cheesecake? Ah damn. <laughs> <laughs> It's like he loves he loved himself some Gail and they did they there just on you know cuddling and stuff. I love you and you know I gotta I'm trying to be optimistic, but I don't know what I'm be optimistic for because I had a dream, my dream didn't come, so I'm just here. And this is where he tells her about you know his whole thing. It's like you know go to Bahamas, get cars. How about me and you? We do this together, you know? Because it's like. Obviously, Gail ain't got nothing going on that's holding her there. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it's like, you know, she obviously got love for him. He definitely got love for her. It's like, you know, and she kind of like, you know, we're going to be part of this plan. Let's go ahead and do it and everything. I'm going to believe in you. So they are dancing. Oh, this is when they talk because they're dancing. And it's like, you know, he's how you want to sit down. So she's dancing. He says, with dude, and Clydefeld is eyeballing this. Did I send you the picture? Mm, I can't remember. But no, we skipped the scene because what happened was somebody told old boy that uh, he was selling dope. He Carlita was selling oh. again. Mm-hmm. 
He's trying to figure out, oh, is this? No, no, no. Because you said. That's when... right. He, after he met with Laleen, then he must with Kleinfeld. And he's like, somebody said, I'm selling. And it's like, he lets him in. Like, you know, somebody told Norwalk, I'm selling again, trying to figure out what it is. He's like, oh, well, if you ain't doing it, ain't nothing to worry about. You and know? then that's when he was telling the visionary, I got I to I, I gotta show you what I'm talking about, about the boat. No, not, not yet. They do the whole boat thing when they go to the house. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because, okay. yeah, yeah, because after, because after they had some stuff with Gail, they at the club, and Clydefield's at the club with them, and Clydefield is watching, and I'm up to, oh, I'm about to show you the picture right now, because Clydefield is watching Gail dance with this dude, and Clydefield already feeling a certain way, because, like, he just got punked out by Tony T., so he's seeing his his quote unquote best friend's girl dance with this dude, and he is just pissed, like super pissed. And I don't know if what's more, he's mad at the fact that she's dancing with another man, she's dancing with a tire man, or Carlito's just watching this, not letting it happen. And let me know when you get the picture, because as soon as I saw it, I was like I got some see it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, he'd be a racist. And the project said. How you be a racist? Just <laughs> everybody's racing this. And pardon our language, basically the picture I sent to Jeff is he's Clydefield's watching this because Gail's dance with the tire dude. And Clydefield comes here like, you gonna let this fucking Goomba party a woman like that? He's like, come on, like what? You know, he got a hands all on the ass. It's like, that's a hip. You know, it's dancing. It's just dancing. What's the problem? Like they just come in here with no respect. Thinking they could bully everybody around, fucking grease balls. They always come to my office, bully me. They gonna bully me more. And it's like, okay, Kleinfeld clearly is like, <laughs> he is off. He's between high. all the street stuff and all the cocaine he used. Like, this is not just same dude you was messing with. You need to keep an eye on your homie. He's on his G money tip. Yeah, because he clearly. Basically has issues with uh, things that may have happened in his past. He's on drugs. He just got pumped. He's going a lot of stress. So all this is, you know, coincided with now somebody dancing with Carlito girl. And he just like, I don't like it. So I'm going to say I'm going to stand up. For hey, Carlito. hey, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, hey, you get your fucking hands off. You think he's a badass. He's a big shot. Huh? And he, he's like, they about to jump him. And he's like, nah, let's calm down and everything like that. He's like, yeah, let's go to Summer House. I got a plan to talk about. He's like, why can't we talk about it here? I got I to gotta show you diagrams. We get to Summer House. And this is where I wonder how Rich Kleinfeld is. Because he got a beach. It's like two. It's like a guest house and a regular house. And this is his summer home yes. on the water. Because he, he got the apartment, too. Or yeah, Kyle, like, whatever the fuck it was he was staying in. And I'm like, I know it's the 70s. How rich is Kleinfeld? He had to be rich. I mean, he was mess- he was messing with a lot of street dudes, so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He and might- he stole he stole a million dollars. Yeah, which I'm I'm and I want to know what was the point? Of stealing it? Yeah, was the point to to steal it to say, yeah, I stole a million dollars, or did he actually need the million dollars? Who cares? You, when you a thief, does it matter? It don't really matter, but it would have just been like, hey, you know, you did so and so. I never, I don't know. It just is just weird because okay, it seems like without that, ma- 
It seems okay. like without is that million dollars, he would still have been rich. Yeah, but like, is it a Michael Avenetti thing where I'm still in money because I'm secretly broke? Or is it a Donald Trump thing where I'm still in money because I can and I just want money? It's like, do it matter? I mean, it matters like some point, but like you get to that level. It's not like I'm I'm taking this so I can feed my family. Like I'm still in the apple. We ain't talking like like we so it's and, like And I guess it's the whole thing what you're saying, like with white collar and street crimes, because I'm just like, you're out your element because you're stealing from the mob. You're stealing from a made family. They in jail, they can't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright so, so he there so he's there chilling and you know Carlito's there chilling and Steffi's there and they argue it's like you know yeah, your friend's knocking over the table your other friends are fucking like what's going on and she, she brushed them off so I guess the romance is gone <laughs> so and she's there follow Carlito Carlito there and all black just chilling like you know how come you never look at me, Carlito? You got all this beef for me, but you never try to fuck me. Like, Kleinfeld's girl. Talking about, you know, you can't get up all that coke you using. And Kleinfeld come over, it's like, you know. What are y'all talking, talking about? about? <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's all you're talking about is fucking get out of here. Then see the dudes like, hey, you get a hand job with a fucking nice kiss here. What's wrong with you? Why don't you go in the bedroom? So, Jesus Christ. Again, I go back to. Now, now I'm at this point. I'm thinking, okay, Stephanie really likes Carlito. Like she really fucking like wants him. And I don't think it's because mm-hmm. of any of the only thing is because he's not pressed. He's just not pressed over her. That, that's, yeah, that has to be want, the only reason. Part of it's like we want what we can't have, and like women like men that like you know not. I'm. Just, it depends on the woman, cause some is like, I want the I want the man that'll slay a dragon for me. And they almost like, I want the one that's fine without me. And and also like all the women she all the people she around, yeah, Carlino like he got the reputation, he stand up, he always see respect, he got style and class, he handsome, you know, he got like, you know, he ain't broke as far as she knows, so why wouldn't she be? Yeah, I get it. But then she goes say, oh, you're weird. <laughs> like, my man just don't want yeah, you to chill out. Like, no, it's kind of like she's probably never had a man reject her. True. Okay. So if you've I never had, if you're a beautiful woman and you've never had to worry about attention from a man, no matter which man it is, you're not always equipped to handle it when you don't get it. It's like, I've noticed that a lot with like women where it's like, they used to people shooting their shots, so when they around people that don't show interest, they get offended. Like, see, gay? Like, he don't see me. Even it's like you know, they even it's like you know, if she if he's in a relationship, or it's like that's just not his his type. They can't fathom they not being everybody's type. And Steffi is like, I look the way I look, and I'm here. How come he ain't looking at me? And it's like, I you see how she look? It's like, yeah, he's like, I got gay. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. it too. I, I mean, I get it from his standpoint because he's looking at it it's like I know Gail has my best intentions at heart, and I love her. She loves me for who I am, and you know more than the street shit and what she think I am. Yeah. So this happens, and they have the speeches like you know I gotta gotta get this guy out of prison. And Carly's like, you gotta do what? You a boat? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That's what he like, wanted to say. He, get... he was like, "What?" He because he said he said, "Do you hear what you just said?" Yeah, I hear what I just said. <laughs> yeah. So she's gonna swim out in the water. He gonna die. 
nighttime, you know, like nighttime in the water. He an old man. He gonna die like, that ain't my fucking problem. I gotta go out there. They gonna kill me. They think I told. Here you go. They think I stole a million dollars. We know he stole a million, but he's still not in minutes or stuff. It's like, oh, oh, you think I stole a million? They gonna kill me, and you know, I, I gotta do what I gotta do. And I'm just asking Carlito, you know, and it's like Carlito know this plan is trash, and he's like, how you get like you know, you not you're a gangster now, like you ain't a lawyer. What's going on? But it's like you still my brother. I owe you. After this, we don't always, you know, I, the owing part is done. I paid you back. And before you know, they have a conversation, and they they out together somewhere tomorrow boat. Cause um, Gail's like, "What boat? Oh, we just go out and do some stuff. Ain't no big thing." And she knows Carly those lions. She storms off and everything like that. And then he come up in Clownfield face tomorrow. You ever talk that shit around Gail again? I fucking kill you. <laughs> Man, got the he boom. really loves some Gail. <laughs> he got the move. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie and. Yeah, and Steffi looking around like, damn, okay. Because that's the last time you see Steffi. She in the background looking at this whole thing going on and just like, okay, no wonder she ain't, he ain't messing with me. So they arguing about that, and it's like, you know, you why you sell me this lies about going to Bahamas to sell cars? It's all bullshit, and you gave me bullshit and everything, and finds out she's pregnant. Tell my, oh, I'm late. <laughs> Tell my, oh, Late for what? <laughs> Take a bus. <laughs> no, I'm late as in late. No, that like, was oh, after. That was after the oh, whole. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, they arguing because that's right. This is after because they arguing and then he breaks the window like the um the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, talking about this is my friend. I got to look out for my friend. He's like, this is not your friend. This friend is trash. He coked out. He doesn't. Like your best interest at heart. He knows it though. Whatever. He knows it. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing. At this point, he knows she's right. But the fact that he has a, a code and, and this thing of, yo, I gotta do this. Once I do this, I'm done. But I have to do this. And it's just like she ain't understanding. She would never understand because she don't have to live by that code. She doesn't understand the code and she thinks it's full of shit. Yeah. Carlito's like, nah, I gotta do it. I gotta do it and I'm good. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's the last time I banged you up. So, yeah. Um, so they go ahead and do that. And then they're on the boat. And the other guy's like, what's this guy doing here? He's like, I feel like, this your fucking boat? Do you realize what that okay, was? Then. Yeah. You talking about in real life? Yeah. yeah. That the, the son was supposed to, The son was the... Uh... I can't think of his name, but I know that's your man that was Nathan Petrelli on Heroes. I don't know if you ever watched Heroes. I'm looking up now. Okay. I remember him from Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> He's popped up on that. I was like, damn, I didn't even realize he was in this uh, movie. No, that's 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 the brother. That's the one that gets payback. They ain't the one on the boat. No, I'm talking. That's the one. The one that was on the boat. That's the one that was on Heroes. Uh, uh-uh. you get them mixed up. Oh, I'm not. The one that was on the boat that said, "Which you uh-huh. the extra guy for?" That's your man that was on Heroes. You sure? Positive. Cause he, cause let's let me. See. We going I'm about to. We got. What's that, Frankie? Right now. No, Frankie's the one that was trying to get revenge. 
No, you're right. You're right. Vinny's the one trying to get revenge. Yeah. Frankie was the one on the boat. Okay. It's funny because they look they look the same. Similar, yeah. yeah. I think uh, so Vinny, anyway, Vinny so, was just taller. So they're on there on the boat, and it's like they go in the dark at night, and it's like, you're going too fast, you're going too fast. <laughs> Slow down. Like, you know, you're on our boat. And meanwhile, Tony T's out there. <laughs> His plan was trash. It's like if they lay, he drowned it. Because we see him in the jail, and he's like, he about to kill her with a heart attack. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. I'm almost 100 percent sure when we first saw him, he didn't go. <laughs> yes, he did. Help you fuck up here. Help. Hurry up. <laughs> he buckling on the water. He about to have a stroke like. <laughs> Oh man! Okay. He out there like a like a drunk ass mermaid, like this <laughs> old man that been eating meatballs and smoking cigars his whole life. Clearly got stage four heart disease. Is just hanging in the water waiting for a boat at nighttime. <laughs> yeah, that's why Curly's like this plan is stupid. Like even if we get there, he should be why going drown. Like I'm just gotta get there. So they get there. He overshoots him. He's like, I gotta go in the back. And it's funny where he tells Carlito, you know, I gotta go in the back. You go out there and get him. I'll take care of it up here. Not realizing what he's taking care of while he's up there. So, because we don't see it. He murders Frankie mm-hmm. off screen. And, you know, so it's there. They get to Tony T. He hands him to um, Carlito, brings him in. He's like, oh, you got him? Hold on. I'll get him. You know, check up on, you know, check up on the boat. He's like, no. Remember Tony T's like got a lot of you know, you don't do this thing, you're gonna be in there with the fucking worms and the crabs. And he's like, How you now you gonna foul this, you know, with the eels and worms in your eyes and just bashes him with a bat in the head like five times. And Carlito's like, No <laughs> Cause he's like it's you're over. killing a maid man, it's over. And his son is like, Go ahead, get him. We gotta throw him in the water, like, you know, it was either him or us. Clinefield's trying to justify, like, you know. If we didn't do it, we was going to die. Carlito knows, like, you a dead man. You didn't think about this rashly. You don't think they told somebody. It's a fucking contract on your life. So you don't think there's, they set things in motion if something was to happen to either one of them? Stupid. Yeah, and, it's, and it's not like it's just those two. Like, it's a father, son, and once that happens, oh, that's the entire family. Like, no. They got other family. And they have people who work for them. So anyway... They get on the boat, they get back, climb for like, I give you extra 10 grand. And he's like, we done? Are we done? He's like, yeah, all right, bye. He bounce out. Mm-hmm. Basically, they break up. And boy, <laughs> they do not mess around. Because, oh, yeah, like, you know, it's like, decide to talk to Gail. The whole thing is like, you know what? You was right. I'm sorry. Then This is when he finds out she's pregnant. And it's like, you know what? You was right about Kleinfeld. Let's just leave. We're going to go ahead and leave town. We're going to hop on the uh, Amtrak. <clears throat> Before they get a chance to leave town, they got to deal with the cops. And why they got to deal with the cops? Because the next, it's like, what, the day after? Kleinfeld get a call about, oh, somebody messed up your Mercedes. You got to come check it out. And he don't think nothing of it. He's like, oh, I guess I'll check it out. Detective such and such came. So he's watching. He's waiting at the for the um, elevator and there's a dude that's about to come out the elevator and it's a dude watching and Kleinfeld's like looking but he ain't paying attention not not paying attention enough 
and he sees the knife of the dude. So he's like, okay, the bodyguard can handle that. But he don't realize the dude off the elevator come out with a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Takes out the bodyguard. He's like, Tony T says to hold this for him. Stabs him three times. So Clownfoot all stabbed out. Somehow not, somehow still alive. You know, he's, you know, Carlito finds out he's picked up by Norwalk. Like, you know, this was never about. We forgot something. We forgot something. During all this also, uh, uh, um, Ron tells him about Pachunga. That you better keep. Oh your, yeah, you better right. keep your eyes you know. on him. Oh yes, I was trying to figure out was this before or after. This was like before he went. He got picked up by kind of like yeah, Pachunga's talking about this whole thing about how he's broke. He ain't making any money. He's wasting time and he's spying. You know, swirling the streets. He's spying on you for Benny Blanco, and it's like. Pachinga is my brother. <laughs> Your brother. You know, he killed his mother for money. He's like, wouldn't we all? No. No. What is wrong with you, Carlito? <laughs> like, someone, oh, I'll, ha- like- I'll handle him. What? It's, it's like people are warning him about these people, and he never listens. It's like nothing about Pachinga screams loyalty. No, other Nothing. than other than he's old school. He was he like because they never said like they ran hard together. I think it was more of they knew about each other. Mm-hmm. And so when he got out, yeah, he was one of the last few like, people he knew. He vouched for Pachinga enough to have him watch for Kleinfeld. And keep in mind, when when Pachinga was like, oh, you know, I'm watching waste my time with Kleinfeld. You know, he got all this money in the safe. And he's like, no, that's my brother. Keep your eyes off me. It's like that. Shouldn't that put you a warning when he basically saying, let's let's rob Kleinfeld, mm-hmm. that maybe you can't trust him? He's like, nah, you can't trust him. Like, so you already seen that. You know he feels a certain way because you didn't let him kill Benny Blanco. And now it's like, you know, Ron Sasso, used to be unknown as Ron's warning about him, he's still not listening. So, yeah. So anyway, he's picked up. Norwalk's there, and it's like, you know, it's never about you. We try and go after Kleinfeld. Like, you know, he's been doing criminal activity for a long. Like, he's been doing some shit since he's been in jail. You know, witness tampering, blah, 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 yada, yada. Like, he's basically been like a criminal lawyer. And let me play you this tape. He's like, oh, you know, you can't indict me on what you have. So don't waste your time. You're not taking this, are you? Come on, I will, don't, I will disrespect you like that. All right, how about you get off my back? I can eat Carlito Brigante. You heard you saying, yeah, you know, I heard you slinging like this, you know. I heard you getting a bill. He's just working with such and such. He's about to move some keys, major weight. Would you testify on this in court? Absolutely. And Carlito is hurt, but he don't show it. Mm-hmm. I don't know these people. You know, I don't know this tape. And, you know, I heard what happened on the boat, Tony T. Something happened. Tony, I don't know who that is. I'm sorry I can't help you. He like, come on. You don't owe Clownfield nothing. Just testify. He's about to try to put you away from himself. That's your friend. He's like, you know, I don't, can't speak anything on our lawyers. Like, if we figure out who's on the boat, how long do you think it'll take for the mob to be on there? He's like, gentlemen, I wish I could help you, but I can't. And blah, 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 blah. And everything like that. So so you know what this goes back to. This go, This doesn't go to, well, you can look at it as friendship and loyalty. But this goes back to the street code of no snitching right here. That's mm-hmm. what that goes yeah. to, because he was just basically like, "Yo, my friend, really, my so-called brother, really hung me out to dry like this. Fuck him, but I'm still not gonna snitch." Uh huh. Yeah, like I'm not gonna snitch. But you know what he's gonna do? 
he realized, all right, time to go. Because he like waiting in the car. He went ahead and bought tickets. We leaving in five hours. We bounced the day. <laughs> it's time to go, yeah. But he made the same mistake Robert De Niro made in Heat. He wanted to clean up some loose ends he didn't have to clean up with. Like, like um, De Niro had to kill Wayne Grove before he left out of town. He should have left. But nah, he had to get payback on the way out the door and bite him ass. And this whole thing with Kleinfeld. Kleinfeld a dead man. Regardless if you dare or not. Let things play out. I gotta see in his eyes. No, you don't. No, you don't. You heard the tape. You heard the tape. You don't have to see in his eyes. I know it's like the street code you gotta know. You don't have to know. You got Gail, you got a baby. You know the heat's on. You know that Italians are looking for you. Well, they don't, they, they don't know, but here's the thing. Him going there put him in Italian's eyesight. Mm-hmm. Had he never went to the hospital, they wouldn't suspect it. Because Vinny would have never would, saw him. Yeah, and they would have like, you know, they would have wondered, but they wouldn't have known or thought about him being there. But as soon as he lied, because he went there, so he goes there, you know, I heard the tape. Jesus Christ. You know, they take those things out of context. <laughs> He's like, you never snitch on family. He's like, did you take the money? Like, yeah. You know, like basically pulled the gun like, you know, I could kill you right now and everything like that. You know, like basically yep, my heart's broken, but this time I'm going to leave you. Don't put the gun in the pillow because you got to reach for it. You keep it right here. So, you know, you get an early jump. Like, this is my last favor. And he knows what's about to happen because he sees, he doesn't know who that other guy is. But he said you know, the he, other brother. It don't match up. The face and uh, the cop yeah. outfit don't match. They still, they still match the outfit. So I know what's going on. So he leaves. Cop sees him, leaves. Cop recognizes him. Goes in the office. You know, oh, I'm just here. There's a message from my father and my brother. He probably pulled the gun out. And you notice how the camera starts to change? Like it started just palming that thing, like the untouchables. It started going sideways. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Kleinfeld reaches for the gun. He pulls the gun out for the trigger. <laughs> Click. He's like, adios, counselor. You see Carlito walk in slow motion, drop the bullets in the trash can. Says, adios. Kleinfeld looks at the gun to realize what happened. He out of there. Blew his brains out. Blew his brains out. <laughs> so, time for Carlito to go after he handled that. So, he goes to the club. You know, he runs it like some old Italian dudes. Like, hey, what's going on? You know, heard you such and such. You run, you know, used to run with Carlito on 57. I used to, you know, thought he was Italian. Then I thought he was a nigga. That's why he danced. It's like, he don't move like that. He was like one of us, you know. Carlito, like, this made man doing down here. Why is he in this club? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, okay, he must be here because he figured I'm down with something. But they're not sure because if they were sure, I'd just be dead right now. So he's trying to suss it out. So it's like, let me go ahead and get this money. Vinny shows up. It's like, you know, talking about, oh, what do you, do you say anything about Klein for tomorrow? They ain't see him in a few days. And he's like, he lying. I just saw him. He was just there talking to him. So he knows, like, all right, he lying. So he guilty. Mm-hmm. And Carlito knows everything. He goes in the safe. Safe's empty. Why is the safe empty? Because Sasso, a.k.a. Ron, is like, oh, I heard Kleinfeld dead. I heard, you know, I guess Carl will be dead. I get the money. Oh, I didn't take the money, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So 
in the you know it's in the register underneath. <laughs> Sasso had no backbone. A damn degenerate had no backbone. So, <sighs> but Carlito makes another mistake. Why he's doing all this planning in five hours? Tells Gail to go meet him at Grand Central, Grand Central Station. And who does he have watching Gail? Pachanga. Because he tells him to go pick her up and they have to be there at what, 11.30? You be on time because we got to go. Because he's like, oh, well, y'all, y'all going to get married, Poppy? And he's like, uh, he's like, just make sure she's there on time. <laughs> we got to make this trade. So, it, like, Pachanga, no, okay, they on the run. Mm-hmm. And even though they told people, told him not to trust. But that was the whole thing. Sasso some not to trust Pachanga, but you trusting Sasso? Like, Sasso just trying to rip him off. So it's kind of like Carly Dufield justifies, like, not listening. But then again, it's like, you know, still should have listened. Yeah. Shanga had enough enough black marks on there to, to listen. So anyway, gets the money, escapes out through the, um, down, down to the, the floor, had a little sneak floorboard and a ladder, and then it's a foot race. Yeah, these old ass <laughs> men just running through New York. I'm gonna run on the train. I'm gonna, you know, run, I get on the train. I'm gonna try to get off the train. I can't because the people blocking there. My leg, my arm stuck in the train. Train won't move to. They open up the door. And it's like you got these old men, including that fat dude. Like he's about to have a heart attack every time he climbs some steps. So they're absolutely in Grand Central, and being in Grand Central 2019, yeah, them old people, all that running they were doing, no, no. All of them all of them probably would have had heart attacks, more or less. Especially the especially the big one. Like they almost get they get to the end of the train and then the cops are there and just happen to jump on there because Carlito ready to start blasting, puts the gun up, they go in there, and then Carlito on his we I guess he really was solid snake, uh, Queensbridge edition, because he hide behind corners. He he ducking one time he had the wall, he got the gun out, like I'm ready to go shooting it's like no nah, he, he ain't up here he down there he ain't down here up there this fool lays down on the escalator yeah which is so smart down, so smart and he would have almost got away if the fat dude didn't see him and only the fat dude didn't see him because he couldn't go down steps again because he had to catch his breath and just happen to see him he's like he's there there start shooting and then carlito's like all right you want to play rough starts bucking everybody you know his scarface well, on Scarface, but but he knew how to he knew how to duck and roll. He was high behind stuff. He was an accurate shot, murdering folks. Shot Vinny in the neck, and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna escape." And then you know he's running. Charlie, the chicken like, "Come on, Poppy, the train about to leave." He about to make it, and then you see Vinny about to pull the gun out. The police is like, "Stop!" Vinny gets one off, misses. Cops gun him down. It's like, okay, if you don't remember the beginning. You thinking, okay, they gonna escape, and but it's I'm like not, we know how the movie started. First time watching it, I did forget. Like I'm, I'm, I'm totally, I'm in the movie now, so I'm lost. Yeah, because it's like everyone did, because it happened so long ago. It's like okay, the bad guys are dead, but it's like wait a second, who's this dude that's in this trench coat, looking like Inspector Gadget? <laughs> It's just there in the background because he walking up all slow. He's like, hey, Carlito, remember me? Benny Blanco from the Bronx. Shoots him with, with the silencer. Oh, oh, Charlie. He just 
you know, fading away. Like Pacheco, sorry, Poppy, I had to take care of my own future. You know, it ain't nothing personal, it's just business. He's like, all right, you ready to go? He's like, nah, you stay nah. here. <laughs> you stay here. See, <laughs> that is so kudos, that's what you get. Kudos for Billy Blocker because he's like, nah, if you turn on him, I can't have you around me. Can't, can't trust a traitor. That's how I'll never work. You get, like, you betrayed me. You betrayed them, you betrayed me. And then he bleeding out and Gail all crying and just, slow Charlie, don't die. He's like, you know. Carly, like you know, sorry boys, check out time. Ain't no stitching me up this time. You know, the last of the Mohicans. Well, almost the last. You know, Carlita Brigante Jr. You know, Gail be a good mom. Hopefully be raised better than me. You know, it's like, you know, I did it my way, I'm going out, fading away. And then you see Gail in the Bahamas, you know, he's dreaming. You see Gail in the Bahamas dancing. Cause he's looking at the the um, billboard in the beach, <sighs> and the movie ends. Yeah. He, oh, he tells Gail like you know, take the money and go start a new life. And it's like you know, seventy five grand. Yeah. No, fifty grand because he didn't get the full seventy five. He only had fifty. He was like thinking I can get the rest when I get there. Yeah, the dude is well floating the rest of the money, and yeah, that's it. And I don't, do you remember? Now I've seen the prequel. But I don't remember it. I know it was bad, and I just remember <laughs> P. Diddy, P. Diddy, uh, P. Diddy being in it. But I also remember them too saying now it could have been around the same time that they wanted to do um, a movie about the son. You know, he would have had a son or whatever, and I guess they would have picked it up from I guess when the son was older, being in the drug game yes. or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's good to leave well enough alone sometimes. Yeah, I've <laughs> never seen. I have never seen the prequel. I'm looking at the cast, and it's like, oh, Paulie's in this. It wasn't good. Yeah, I guess not. Because it was supposed I mean, to be, it was basically supposed to be like uh, him on the come up, and he had it was three of them. It was like a black guy, him, and I, was it another person, an Italian? I guess another person was Italian. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they were. Yeah, I'm all, reading this now. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, I could kind of see it, but it just didn't pan out like they, I guess, what they wanted. And basically, PD will be playing like. The dude's based off Nikki Barnes, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that was mm-hmm. that was Carlito's way. That was um long movie. Still a long movie to watch. I had to watch it in two days. Yeah, same. I I woke up this morning at like six o'clock to watch it before I worked out so I could finish it. Cause that's how much I care about the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and I appreciate you for doing that. Um, I guess moving in, you know, to next week, I got a decision to make, man. I I got a heavy decision on my heart to make on which movie I want to do. Well, which movies you think? What's some of the options? I think we're going to go to Baby Boy. (laughs) Just because I think I I I have it on DVD. Just because that's been heavily requested. And, and you know we always get the boys in the hood when I and I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. But baby boy, woo! There's <laughs> a lot to unpack about that movie. That's a divisive movie. I know because I didn't know so many people either like that movie or really dislike that movie. But one thing's in general: Tyrese's character is trash, and we all can agree on that. Okay, here's the thing. Who isn't trash in that movie? 
The mom? No, she's trash. Um, I mean, is she? She ain't trash. What's the worst thing? Dating Melvin? That's kind of shady and it's like... I think the decisions... I think what they were trying to paint her, the character of her, they were trying to paint her that she would choose her boyfriend, no matter if they were right or wrong. And she could have, you know, she would choose the, the, the new man in her life over her kids. No. Because at the point, like, all right, you're a grown-ass man with two baby mamas. You ain't got no job. Time to grow up. Like, enough's enough. Like, I can't spend the rest of my life being your mama. I got a life. So I actually don't feel bad about that choice at all. It's like, you know, yeah, family before dude was like, you know, you know what you said. Well, like what I'm saying is trash. she had flaws, too. She had flaws with choices of men, no matter if they were okay. right or wrong or had the kids. Because yeah. like he, he, okay. said, he's, he said, don't call me again if he, this man stopped beating your ass. So, you know, I, her decision. Here's the thing. But she did, he never did anything to her. No, I'm talking about her past decisions. We didn't get to see them, no, but I guess it was insinuated that she had bad decisions and cho- choices of men. That, that's okay. That's fine. I don't make you a bad person. Having bad taste in partner does not make you a bad person. That's me. You got bad taste in partners. Like, you know, it's compared to everybody else in the movie. Because I will tell you this, my <laughs> my mom hates this movie she's like i cannot believe they have black people that act like this like this is just she just disgusts i'm like yes they really exist i know a lot of older black people is like they had black people in this because the whole thing is like we know people like this Mm -hmm. but a lot of people but a lot of people don't know people like this like depending on how you grow up you ain't gonna be around this type of niggardry to excuse my language and this is like a lot of like yeah y'all got us out here looking stupid I mean, like, but yeah, I just not, I know what eighty percent of the cast. Like yeah, eighty percent of that cast. I know people like that. Like I know somebody just like um uh uh Omar is it Omar Good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know this character. I know somebody just like that. Like I know that type of person. Like I know that type of person that uh is um Jody's uh first. First, uh, first and second baby mamas. Yeah, <laughs> like you know and those you situations. Know okay, here's here's the thing, because I guess we'll do it. Because you know who originally was gonna be in this, right? Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. How different is the movie if Tupac is playing instead of Tyrese? The movies. I think the movie is received not more positive but i think more people are looking at it because i think wasn't tyrese a new actor not a new this actor. is his first no this yeah. was his first role so i think tupac would have had a little more say um as far as the character of jody he could have played jody he could have easily played jody it had been hard it would have been harder looking at him as Jody because we look at Tupac a certain way. But Tupac was a good enough actor to have made it work. I think the hardest thing would have been like the bag is like, is Tupac doing this? Um, it's interesting because you you saying this, you wouldn't think this was Tyrese's first movie. No, because I thought he did a, I thought he pretty much did a, a good job. I know Tyrese gets slanders for his acting sometimes, but I thought he was pretty good in this movie. For what he mm-hmm. needed to, what I guess what uh, John Singleton wanted to bring, yeah, I thought he was fine. But also too, I'm 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 leaning like I really want to do above the rim because I feel like he got shafted twice. <laughs> mm. Well, 
I'll maybe I'll be nice and yeah, maybe I'll be nice and pick that. But I probably won't pick that for my movie. Not this upcoming one. I might do that in the future. So we'll see. I, I, but um, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and ride with Baby Boy. It's there. I got it. And I, I've been wanting to watch it because I just heard. I once I we had somebody had posted something about it. and I retweeted it and started talking about it. People was like, oh, you know, A, B, C, and D or whatever and stuff like that. So it's something there with that movie. So yeah, we'll do Baby Boy. You know what's funny? It's if you read the Wikipedia description of Baby Boy, it's like, oof, no wonder people don't like this movie. Wait a minute. It's some shit that... You said No, the way to describe it... No, the way they describe Baby Boy on Wikipedia is like, yeah, this is some harsh shit. But I'm about to read it right now. <laughs> Let's see what this thing says. Here we go. Uh-huh. He's forced to mature as a result of an ex-con named Melvin. Moves into their His children. Yeah. Yeah. I can see somebody oh. I can see somebody reading this and being like, nah, I don't want to watch this. So the girl he cheated on was 17. What? So yeah, uh, we're gonna be doing Baby Boy. I'm not seventeen. It's like he twenty, but that's still like, I mean, what's the statutory numbers in California? So peanut seventeen eighteen. So peanut was seventeen. You know, I'm about to put that question out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got questions. Wow. So he cheated on his twenty year old girl. No, he cheated on his twenty-two-year-old girl with a seventeen. With a seventeen-year-old girl, and they never said anything about the movie about age or anything like mm. that. Yeah, we just all- we just knew her mama, Peanut Mama, did not fuck with Jody. Yeah, you could tell by how she was. <laughs> she was like this motherfucker right here. Yeah, so mm. uh, that's what we're gonna do next. We will do Baby Boy. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been listening. Yeah. Uh, people really enjoyed the Best Man, which. I'm not shocked, but I am kind of like thrown back by that. You, sh- you shocked? Yeah, it's a little shocking because you know, it, yeah. I didn't expect the best man, you know, because that's a movie where, and it was more guys, more guys who were like saying stuff like, "Oh, that was a good episode" or whatever and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." I'm gonna keep yeah. the train rolling. I mean, yeah, I told you, I know, I know how the streets go because I'm, I think about stuff I liked at that age. And it's like, I know it wasn't just me. And I would just say before we move, you know, before we wrap up, yeah, Baby Boy has some women Hall of Fame. Because this is um, Taraji Henson's first role. Mm-hmm. This is Angel Conwell's first role. You remember um, Omar Gooden's girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the girl that he was about to, um, that Joey was about to cheat on that was at the office. Man, they got stallions in this movie. Stallions. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and keep in mind, the mom is from House Party. That's who that is. AJ oh yeah, Johnson. yeah, 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 yeah. She was yeah. T. Tisha's a home home girl. Yeah, that wasn't loyal. That wasn't loyal either. Yo, it was fun. Yo, what? She acted when she wanted to act. Like I don't know why, but it just it feel like. You know, she'll just pop up in movies here and there or TV here and there. It she never was doing 
she's she's busy doing sit-ups with Michael Jai White. Okay. So be the fittest black couple in Hollywood. Now I know why. <laughs> so, you know, if she ain't have to, I guess she was like, you know, I work when I want to work. So that's it's cool. the same thing with um what's the name? Um the girl waiting to exhale. That end up marrying Antoine Fuqua. Oh, okay. Um I know who you're talking about. I can't think of her name. Yeah, like she Lila Roshan. She worked and then she stopped. Because she was like, I'm a mom. I don't need to work. So hey, if you can do it, do it. But um yeah, uh again, thanks for everybody listening. Uh, if you want to reach me on social media, you can reach me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and on Facebook. And if you have any question, comments, or requests, you can um follow me at Jeff versus the world or send your messages to Jeff versus the world at yahoo.com. And also, if you're listening on iTunes, leave the uh star ratings, leave a five star, uh, leave some comments on uh, iTunes as well. And I will let Shahid give out his info. You can find me at Twitter or Instagram, the same name, Philly underscore drugs. It's funny where people have not been at me, so that's good, I guess, because I don't want to be famous. I just do the show because I do the show. Oh. I'm not trying to get no. I'm not trying to get no Twitter clout. I'm not trying to get no IG fame. I just I got a like you know quote unquote I got a real job with a real 401k. So I do this, with my friend Jeff, for fun, and I get to slide on the radar. Unlike some of my friends who be going, they put a tweet up, go viral, and be getting people fired. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. I hope they, I hope they listen. I'll, you know, they know who they are. We ain't gonna say no names. I'm just here chilling. <laughs> and we are signing off. Out.